For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. That prophecy by Isaiah was fulfilled 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But Isaiah's prophecy continues, And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. So when will that part of the prophecy be fulfilled? The answer is when Jesus returns and sits on David's throne in the holy city, Jerusalem. Theologians refer to this blissful time in future Bible prophecy as the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. King Jesus will reign for 1,000 years following his second coming, yielding unprecedented peace and prosperity on earth. I'm Ron Jones. Something good starts right now. The world has tried every possible form of government, democracies and republics, monarchies and dictatorships. Some are better than others, but all of them are flawed. Hello and welcome to this Monday edition of Something Good with Dr. Ron Jones. I'm Brian Davis. Thanks for tuning in. Governments are flawed because people are flawed. But a day is coming in which God will set up his own brand of government on earth, a true theocracy. What will it look like? How will it be run? For answers, Ron takes us to Revelation chapter 20 as he continues his series, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and the Return of Jesus Christ. Online, you'll find us at somethinggoodradio.org where you can listen to the program on your schedule or make a safe and secure donation to the ministry. That's somethinggoodradio.org from Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where he serves as lead pastor Here's Ron with part two of his message, The Government of Christ on Earth. You wouldn't put a lion and a bear and a lamb in the same cage. But that's what P.T. Barnum used to do. Remember the big circus guy, Barnum and Bailey Circus? One of his uh, great displays was a little cage where he'd put a lion and a tiger and a bear and a young goat. And people are like, well, how can you do that, P.T. Barnum? How's that working for you? And he says, well, works pretty good, except having to replace the lamb once in a while. Well, during the millennial reign, the lion and the lamb will lay down together because creation will be redeemed. It'll be brought back to its original order. By the way, this is also a time, and I don't have time to go to the passages, but you can write this one down. This would be Zechariah chapter 8 and verses 4 and 5, it'll be a time when lifespans increase dramatically. You see, to us, a thousand years is a long, long time. But before Noah's flood, <laughs> Methuselah lived over 900 years. Others lived for seven, six, eight hundred years. But as sin got a deeper and deeper root into us and, and into our world, lifespans began to reduce. During the millennium, people will live much longer. In fact, a young child, if somebody dies at the age of 100, the scripture says, he'll be considered a young child, that died in childbirth almost. It's 
amazing, amazing, these, these prophecies regarding the redemption of creation and a movement back to the way times used to be. Number five, it's also a time to fulfill the prophet's predictions and the promises of God. You know, the God of the Bible is a promise-making and a promise-keeping God. Every promise he, he makes, he eventually keeps. And he made a lot of promises and predictions in the Old Testament. And he set a standard for himself that a false prophet is anyone who gets, well, let's say nine and a half out of 10 of the prophecies right. Now, God's standard is 100%. So every promise that he made, say, to the nation of Israel, every prediction that he made, he'll make good on. Let me just take you to one that I think you're familiar with. This is again in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. Around Christmas time, do you remember hearing these words? Isaiah 9 and verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. We love to read that at Christmas time. But do you know the only portion of that Old Testament prediction that has anything to do with Bethlehem is the first couple of phrases. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. This is the now and not yet aspect of a lot of Bible prophecy. And it was hard for people in the Old Testament to differentiate between the two because they read it just like I read it. And they thought Jesus' first coming would establish the kingdom on this earth, the government of Christ on this earth, of the government and of his increase and of peace, there will be no end. They were expecting the Messiah to come, overthrow uh, the cruel Roman government and establish it then. The disciples were asking at the ascension, is now the time? Because they had read prophecies like this. But the part that says, and the government will be upon his shoulder, that's millennial language. For this to be fulfilled, literally, and in its plain and normal sense, the millennial reign of Jesus Christ has to take place just like John describes for us in Revelation chapter 20. And listen to this. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. This is the only time I'm a big government guy. It's when Jesus Christ is at the head of the government. Up until then, friends, God's plan is for smaller nations and borders. Why? Because sinful man cannot be trusted with the globalization and the global rule of the earth. History shows leader after leader, uh, dictator after dictator and despot coming along, many with false promises, wanting to globalize the earth. Nimrod tried to do that at the Tower of Babel. And the Lord looked at the wickedness of the human heart and said, no, we got to scatter these people by the languages. We're going to create nations and borders. And, and that's, that's, that's how we do things now. But there's coming a time 
when Jesus Christ will have global reign and rule from Jerusalem of the increase of his government and of peace. There will be no end, the scripture says. On the throne of David, this, this has been part of the expectation of the Jews for, for, for centuries, Old and New Testament. When will, when will David's throne be established again in Israel? Well, this is the time. This is the time. And over his kingdom to establish it, to uphold it with justice, with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. No mention of a thousand years. The duration of this golden age and this glorious time of messianic rule and reign, the duration is revealed to us in Revelation chapter 20. A thousand years. A thousand years when creation is redeemed, when length, uh, lifespans are restored back, uh, when, when the fertility of the earth, uh, there are passages in the Old Testament that describe how the desert places will become fertile again. This earth will, will burst into peace and prosperity and fertility, and joy, and justice. The population on the earth will explode over a thousand years, but because every square inch of the earth will be fertile, including the desert places, there'd be no problem to provide food sources for the large populations on the earth during the millennial reign. It's an amazing time. Big subject in Scripture, not often understood by by people in the church today. Number six, it'll be a time to gather Israel into the promised land. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 11 again. Verses 11 and 12, in that day the Lord will extend his hand yet a second time to recover the remnant that remains of his people, a scattered remnant from Assyria, from Egypt, from Pathros, from Cush, from Elam, from, from Shinar, from Hamath, from the coastlands of the sea. He will raise a signal for the nations and will assemble the banished of Israel and gather the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Back in Genesis chapter 12, God made a promise to a man named Abraham, Abram at the time. And he said to Abram, who was 75 years of age and well into his retirement in the Ur of Chaldees, modern-day Iraq, he said, come with me. I'm going to show you a land, and I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to make you a great name, and you're going to be a blessing to this earth. And those who bless you, I will bless, and those who curse you, I will curse. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And from Abraham, 25 years later, came the promised child, Isaac. And the Hebrew nation was birthed. Uh, they became a great nation. Abraham became a great name. It was through Israel, through the Jewish line, that Messiah came and was a blessing to the entire earth because salvation is from the Jews. But there was a land component to that, a specific land with boundaries. Israel has never fully possessed the promised land. She will during the millennial reign because God's promises to Israel are yes and amen. 
And just remember, a friend of Israel is a friend of God's. Uh, the United States of America has been blessed for many, many reasons uh, through our 200 plus year history, but one of the reasons is, I will bless those who bless you, I will curse those who curse you. That promise is chiseled into stone in the Old Testament. And our relationship to Israel is vitally important that we remain a friend of Israel. But God, God is a friend of the chosen people of Israel. And during the millennial time, he will regather his nation from all the scattered places. And Israel, for her first time, will occupy the land that God gave to Israel back in Genesis chapter 12. Still ahead, the rest of Dr. Ranjan's message, The Government of Christ on Earth, right here on Something Good Radio. To hear any of Ron's messages on demand, visit somethinggoodradio.org. That's somethinggoodradio.org. When you stop by, check out the new Something Good Digital Library, where you can search to find answers to your biblical questions from nearly 30 years of Ron's Bible teaching ministry. You can stream for free and on demand at somethinggoodradio.org. Something Good exists only through the faithful prayer and financial support of friends like you. For your gift to Something Good Radio today, we'll give you the complete audio download to the series you're hearing now, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and The Return of Jesus Christ. That's all 20 messages in Ron's teaching series, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and The Return of Jesus Christ. It's our way of saying thank you for your gift to Something Good Radio. Donate online at somethinggoodradio.org. That's somethinggoodradio.org or mail your gift to P.O. Box 6245, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23456. You can also call our offices at 757-276-1099. And now let's get back to Ron for the rest of today's Something Good Radio message, The Government of Christ on Earth. And then finally, it's a time to demonstrate the righteous rule of Jesus Christ. One more time to Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. Now verse 4 but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. This is describing the most perfect, benevolent, righteous, just ruler that will ever set foot on planet Earth to initiate his global kingdom. This root of Jesse that establishes the throne of David in Jerusalem, just like God promised he would. It's the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And you say, so what, pastor? How does that help me live tomorrow? 
Well, two things. First, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, one day, one day you will face the judgment seat of Christ. Oh yes, you're going to heaven, bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ, you're in. You got your fire insurance. But what's that, what's, what's the heaven experience gonna be like for you? And we're not there yet. We're not even to the new heaven and the new earth yet. We're still on the old earth. But your experience in the future, new heaven and new earth, and my experience will be directly related to that, that reward ceremony. Will we be found faithful? Will we hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant? Enter into the joy of your Lord. And by the way, I've given you this place to rule and this place to rule. I've given you this much authority because of how faithful you've been. Oh, our works don't, don't accomplish our salvation. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. But 2.10 says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We're not saved by good works, but we are saved for good works, and our works on this earth as a believer in Jesus Christ will be judged and rewards will be handed out accordingly. That should give every one of us in this room who named the name of Jesus Christ enough motivation <laughs> to get after it on Monday morning and to say, Lord, how can I faithfully serve you today so that when I stand before you one day, you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Here's your reward. If you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, you're still investigating this thing called Christianity. Well, you need to read on in Revelation chapter 20 because as the saints who return with Jesus and the Old Testament saints that are raised and, and, and believers during the tribulation who lose their life are raised and go into the millennium, then what follows in verse 11 is the second judgment known as the great white throne judgment. And I don't have time to read it this morning, but it's, it's a sobering read. It's where we come across that phrase, the second death. That's eternal separation from God forever in a place called hell, also known as the lake of fire. This is the time when the judge of all the earth reaches into Hades, that temporary holding tank for departed spirits, unbelieving spirits, reaches into Hades and grabs death itself, the devil, the dragon, the false prophet, and all unbelievers and throws them into the eternal fire. And it's an ominous scene. So what do you do today with a message like this if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ? Well, you come to the cross. <laughs> come to that place where it's bought and paid for free of charge, the forgiveness of your sins, for by grace you are saved through faith Place your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, lock down your eternal home and the reality that you'll be entering into the millennial reign of Jesus Christ while others who reject him are heading off to the final judgment. That brings us to the end of chapter 20. Chapter 21, we're going to learn about the new heaven and the new earth after the thousand-year reign. 
and you thought today was an exciting ride through Bible prophecy. You ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, you, you just wait for the glorious description of the new heaven and the new earth, again, providing even more motivation for us to live faithfully as we follow the Lord Jesus Christ in this life, or for those of you who are still skeptical or still pushing back a little bit, today's the day of salvation. Seek him while you may be found, while he may be found, and call upon him while he is near. And today he is near. Today is the day for you to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Because in the twinkling of an eye, it could all start. And all that we've been talking about for all these weeks and months, and all that is prophesied in the book of Revelation begins to unfold on planet Earth. Thanks for being here for today's Something Good radio message, The Government of Christ on Earth. Ron, so much to digest here about the millennial reign of Christ on Earth. The question that immediately comes to mind is this. Who will be alive during this 1,000-year period of peace and prosperity? Is there a new creation, a new Adam and Eve? Does God start over from scratch, or do survivors of the tribulation continue to live and reproduce during this period? That's a great question, Brian. Now, before I answer, let me say that one day there will be a new heaven and a new earth, but that comes after the millennial reign of Christ we're talking about today. Now, to answer your question, the people alive during this 1,000-year government of Christ on earth will be those who survived the Great Tribulation. It will be a small fraction of what had been the world population at the time of the seven-year tribulation, but a small fraction of billions and billions will still be a fairly large number. These survivors will continue to live. They will continue to populate the earth the same way we do now, through having children. The two primary differences during this period, and they are related to one another, as you will see, is that it will be the real Christ, not the Antichrist, who rules during this time. Let me be quick to add that also those who were dead in Christ, the church, uh, those believers who had already died but were raptured seven years earlier, will return with Jesus Christ and rule and reign with him uh, during the millennial period. But Jesus himself will reign from Jerusalem, and he will usher in a time of unprecedented peace and prosperity, the likes of which the world has never seen. It will be, as I mentioned earlier in today's message, a literal utopia on earth. A part of the reason for this utopia, not the total reason, but part of it, is that the devil will be cast into a bottomless pit for the entirety of this 1,000-year rule of Christ. He will be loosed at the end of 1,000 years, but during the millennial reign, he will be bound, held in captivity so that he cannot deceive mankind. Absent the satanic deception that exists in today's world, people will have the capacity to see the truth of who Christ is more clearly. There will still be sin because the human heart is wicked. But the worldwide moral depravity that exists today will uh, be somewhat of a thing of the past, not on the scale that it is today. Jesus Christ will rule and reign in righteousness. Now, one final note before we move on. Some of those alive at the beginning of this millennial reign will have already come to faith in Christ. Others will come to faith in Christ during this millennial reign. So believers in Jesus will still have a mandate to share their faith. I could go on for hours and days about this glorious reign of Christ on earth, but I'll leave it here for now.
That's Dr. Ron Jones with some final thoughts on the millennial reign of Christ on earth at the end of the seven-year tribulation. So, Ron, before we go, tell us what's in store for us tomorrow when you continue your teaching series, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and The Return of Jesus Christ. Well, Brian, as I said a moment ago, there will be one day a new heaven and a new earth. And the question many people have asked me over the years is this, what will heaven be like? The truth is God himself has told us that it will be far greater than anything we can possibly imagine, but we do get glimpses of it in scripture, a verse here, a passage there. And so for the next couple of days, I'll do my best to describe a place that is quite frankly, indescribable, at least for humankind. But even though I can't give you the complete picture, I believe the part of the picture I can offer you will bring a sense of overwhelming excitement and anticipation. That's next time when Dr. Ron Jones shares his message, There's a New World Coming. Join us then for Something Good. For Ron and the entire team here at Something Good Radio, I'm Brian Davis. God bless and thanks for listening.